Welcome to your IVF Abroad podcast, where I will share, educate and empower you on your journey with infertility and IVF Abroad. I'm Emma Haslam, your host, mum via treatment abroad and the IVF Abroad expert. Since the birth of my son in 2018, I have made it my mission to make fertility treatment more transparent, accessible, supported and affordable. I now help people around the world just like you to find a safe, best fit clinic, have fertility treatment and achieve their dreams of starting or expanding their families. And I'm here now to help you too. Hey pals, welcome back to this fortnight's episode of my podcast, Your IVF Abroad with me, Emma Haslam. How are you doing? So... Today, I'm here to chat to you about whether having fertility treatment abroad is just too much hassle or not. Um, Let's throw it out there. Having fertility treatment anywhere, abroad or at home, is a hassle. Nobody wants to have fertility treatment, do they? Ideally, I mean, in an ideal world, um, we have sex and we have a baby. Unless, of course, you're in a same-sex relationship, and then I appreciate things are different for you in that department. But nobody thinks when they start trying for a baby, oh, I hope that we can have fertility treatment. Like, that's not the end goal. When it comes to struggling with infertility, then, of course, we all hope that we then perhaps qualify for fertility treatment. Or, as I said earlier, if you're in a same-sex couple, then you want to qualify for that free fertility treatment, don't we? I mean, you know, of course we do at that point, but nobody dreams of having fertility treatment because that's not the way that it should be for us. But unfortunately, for lots of people, it is the way that it is. Now, I know firsthand that if you're thinking about going abroad for private fertility treatment, it can just feel like too much hassle, especially if this isn't something you've done before. If you don't understand the process, if you're not a confident traveller, like thinking about having fertility treatment is already pretty overwhelming, right? So then add in thinking about going abroad. For some people, it just feels like way too much hassle. So given that having fertility treatment is stressful enough, I just want to chat about why people are choosing to go abroad, but also look at some groups of people who perhaps it is more tricky for Um, I'm not about trying to pigeonhole everybody into going abroad. It might not be right for you and your circumstances, um, but it's good to explore, isn't it? And to to find out. Um, So when I went abroad for my donor embryo treatment five years ago, this was not something I'd heard other people doing. I mean, of course, they must have done, and I must have seen some bits of stuff somewhere, Um, But the numbers of people going abroad then for treatment versus now is dramatically different. And I very much felt alone with it. There were some old kind of like threads on some forums that were kind of out of date, um, but nothing like there is out there now. Certainly no podcasts, no blogs. um, And I didn't know anybody, you know, even a stranger online that I'd spoken to that had done 
what I was about to go and do. And, you know, infertility, well, you will know, of course, affects millions of people globally. And, you know, there are so many reasons why people are going abroad for treatment, like IVF, ICSI, IUI, egg and sperm donation. It might be things like being unhappy with the IVF clinics in their home country. So some some things that I hear are things like customer service um, or lack of the cost of fertility treatment in people's home country. And, And in many cases, a lot of my clients, they have had accessibility issues so that might be to state-funded um, treatment or even, in some cases, private treatment. And accessibility issues, I mean things like people's age, BMI, they might be single, person of colour, older, you know, in inverted commas, or part of the LGTP, LGBTQ plus community. And by going abroad for those groups of people, you know, moving out of one country and looking at many, then all of a sudden there are perhaps options of more favourable legal frameworks and more liberal laws. Um, and of course, if you're looking at egg and or, or sperm donation and you want the choice of anonymous or anonymous donation, that matches to your phenotype, which is your hair colour, your eye colour, your build, your skin colour, amongst other features, then you've got those options. And you haven't got the long waiting list that certain groups of people, particularly for donation, have, um, say, for example, in their home countries like the UK and Ireland or wherever it is you're listening from. There are also now many countries that will provide fertility testing and treatment to patients overseas. And that have, you know, a lot of clinics that are now very well sort of set up to look after international patients through high quality services and great communications. Like this is big business for them. Um, So they've got to get it right. And so this has been a big change since I went abroad. So I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, there are some groups, however, that it is definitely more tricky for. And, you know, this is something that you need to think through if if this applies to you. So teachers, for example, um, that's tricky you know, if you're not able to take any holiday outside of official school holidays, maybe in your school you can, perhaps it's different. But if you can't, then, you know, that makes things really difficult because you're know, kind of working around school holidays. Um, I have worked with a teacher, a teacher couple, um, and, you know, we planned treatment in the school holidays, in the summer holidays, where you've got a big chunk of time to be able to do that. Now, you might listen to this and think, well, that's great, Emma, but that's another however many months off and I don't want to wait that long. You know, so for you, perhaps going abroad would just be too much hassle. But just know that there are definitely options of, you know, more visits for less time um, if that helps. You know, some clinics open at the weekends. You know, there are ways around these things, but you've got to judge whether or not it's too much hassle for you in your circumstances. The other group of people that might find um, things potentially more difficult is if you've got a pet. Now, loads of my clients have pets, so it tends to work itself out, no problem. But something that you, of course, need to think about, you know, who's going to look after them? And you might be like, oh, well, my mum will do it or my friend or, you know, we've got a great um, kennels or or whatever it is, um, you know, 
to look after, but it might not be a problem to you at all. Um, many of my clients have used, like I say, friends and family or like a kennels or cattery. So easy for some, not so much for others, but definitely something to consider. When you go abroad for your treatment, it does definitely add an extra element of planning and organisation for sure. So I'm not going to pretend that it doesn't um, because, it, you know, it's not all plain sailing. It's not all plain sailing wherever you go, home or abroad. But if you do your homework um, and your due diligence and you choose the right clinic that meets your needs, that is safe and you're organised, then there's absolutely no reason why for most of you it would be too much hassle for you to go abroad to have your treatment. Um, you, of course, can enlist the help of somebody like myself to cut down on some of the hassle for you um, and the time involved. That definitely would help in terms of that. Um, and, you know, there are so many benefits of going abroad. You can take the opportunity to truly relax away from the stresses and the strain of home lives like don't underestimate the power of this. Yes, it's not the same as going on holiday pre-fertility days. I know that. But you will be surprised um, about, you know, versus kind of balancing things in the UK and having that breakaway and how much that can impact on you positively. And, you know, you could explore another country, a new one perhaps, or somewhere that you – or go back to somewhere that you love um, – when we had fertility treatment abroad, it was a really special time for us. And as we were only at the clinic, literally, I think twice, it meant that we could get out and explore the local sites and restaurants and just focus solely on us and doing the things that light us up when we're away. Um, and I really do believe that for the majority of people, the benefits far outweigh any hassle. Um so, yeah, that's me and my two penneth on this one today. Um, if you would like my help with things like finding a safe, best fit clinic and navigating your treatment abroad, both practically and emotionally, then please do get in touch. My email is hello at yourivfabroad.co.uk and just put in the subject line podcast so I know where you've come from and I will be in touch. If you're listening to this in real time, I only have three spaces remaining to work with me one-to-one -one starting in 2022. It was four on Friday, it's now three. So spaces do go fast. So if you are interested, then please drop me an email. We'll have a chat. See if any of my services could be helpful and if we're a good fit. If not, I'll try and signpost you elsewhere. But I would love to be helping more people to find their dream clinic and to take back some of that control, stop the waiting, get some answers, make their money go further. And to all of the people out there struggling to get treatment due to accessibility issues to help you, um, because you've got enough on as it is. And some of the barriers to treatment in countries elsewhere are down to things like money <laughs> rather than things not being safe and that kind of thing. And of course, all the clinics I work with are safe clinics. But, you know, people are being told no, perhaps in the UK, and then they're working with me and they're having babies else, you know, elsewhere through treatment. So, no, I can't promise you a baby at the end of it. Nobody can. But what I can promise you is that you're going to be able to make your budget spread further, that you're going to be talking to 
and having treatment through really, really safe, world-class clinics, and that you're going to be matched up to clinics that best suit your needs to give you the best chance of success. But either way, no regrets, whatever the outcome, and I would love to help you. So get in touch at hello at yourivfabroad.co.uk if you're interested in talking more about how I can help you. If not for now, enjoy the next two weeks until I come back with my next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to your IVF Abroad podcast with me, Emma Haslam. If you're interested in finding out if IVF Abroad could be right for you, then download my free checklist at yourivfabroad.co.uk forward slash who is IVF Abroad for.com.